Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Saletti, and it's October 11th, 2023. And we have with us again the man of men when it comes to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Someone that's a true American patriot in the truest way, Judge Andrew Napolitano. And Judge, thanks for being here today at this very critical time of life that we're going through right now. But before we start, I just want to mention some real good news. The Ukraine war is over. It's not in the news anymore. We got we got what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Right, right. Is, Israel has moved to the head of the line, yeah. figuratively and literally. Yeah. Figuratively, and I, and I know you want to talk about some other stuff first, but figuratively, because the press is not covering Ukraine, literally because the American government will now be devoted to aiding one of its other vassal states, uh, Israel, uh, before it deals uh, with Ukraine. And of course, the Russian military will take advantage of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the war is over over there. And the people now with this on the, the, the making the headlines day after day after day after day after day. Ukraine war is going to be all forgotten about. And, it, right. and, and as we have been reporting and Scott Ritter, uh, Colonel McGregor and all the many others, and particularly the ones you have on your uh, podcast, Judging Freedom, and everybody really, you got to watch what the judge is doing and go to this link uh, to, to see what he's doing with the people that he's bringing on. And they have been saying, as we have been saying, since before the war began and you, Ukraine war began, that there's no way that the Ukrainians are going to beat the Russians in this war. Correct. And, Correct. Uh, Ritter, Ritter, who's on, Scott Ritter, who's on with me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Russia will lose is the big lie. I, I don't even know if the uh, neocons are saying that anymore. Uh, the the off-ramp that they've been looking for may have been provided by Israel. So it's to, it's diverted the attention of the press from their failures, from their killings, from the waste of $100 billion the United States borrowed from the Chinese to give to the Ukrainians, printed money to pay the interest on it. We all understand how that works. Uh, the public's attention may now be diverted away from that dismal failure uh, and on to Israel. Yeah. And one of the one of the best um, analyzers of how this came about is Scott Ritter, who will be on my podcast today at oh. 3.30 this afternoon uh, Eastern. You and I have seen his work on this. He is a model of passion, intellectual honesty, intellectual accuracy. Uh, and courage. Yeah, this guy's a real man. You know, he was a former Marine, right? Yes. And a real fighter. And he believed in everything that they told him until he got into it and saw how, how corrupt and deadly it is. Right. A different person. He's, and again, you, he would, you don't know what you know unless you've been on the other side. Like I know about politics because I was on the other side. You know, I used to run political campaigns. I was the assistant to the to the uh, secretary of the New York state Senate, you know, on and on and on. So I've been on the other side and Ritter's been on the other side and he knows what it is. And what he's saying is so important for everybody to listen to. Judge, well, you know, Ritter, Ritter has been on the military side, the intelligence side and the civilian weapons inspection side. R Ritter is arguably the most uniquely experienced and talented person in America 
yep. to analyze these issues because of his extraordinary personal experience in all three fields, violence, intel, weapons inspection. And guy's been all around the world. Yes. And yes. been with the top people in different places. So this, yes. there's nobody like him. And when you watch him, as you watch with us, the true passion comes out about what he's saying. Unlike these phonies that spew out the same crap with their bad attitude. And speaking about spewing out crap with a bad attitude, how about that little boy that was America's president that the people swallowed his crap? Uh, George W. Bush. My dad, he was George Bush, you know, and my grandpa was Prescott Bush and on and on and on. And you have an article that's coming out about the debacle of Guantanamo and when President Bush formulated the concept of an American devil's island in Cuba. He thought by doing that, that he could escape the Constitution, escape federal law and escape federal judges. Uh, and within a few months, the Chief Justice of the United States, whom he appointed, demonstrated how wrong he was. Chief Justice Roberts assigned the federal courts in Washington, D.C. to hear cases from Guantanamo Bay. And then the Supreme Court ruled that federal courts have jurisdiction over it. The wherever the government goes, the Constitution goes. Wherever the Constitution goes, the federal laws go. You wouldn't know that by what's happening there. In 21 years there, two trials. <laughs> two trials in 21 years. Uh, convictions reversed by the appellate court. Seven guilty pleas in 21 years, two of them reversed by the appellate court. The cost, $100 billion a year in 21 years. $100 million. $100 billion, not $100 million, $100 billion. Excuse me, I'm wrong. It's $100 million. It couldn't be $100 billion. It's $100 million a year to occupy and, and manage um, uh, Guantanamo uh, Bay. So uh, it's two, uh, $2,100,000,000 in the 21 years that it's uh, been there. Khalid yes. Sheikh uh, Mohammed uh, was tortured for three years. And then after the torture was over, the FBI interviewed him without torturing him. Of course, they didn't tell him his Miranda warning. And when he asked for a lawyer, they disregarded it. <laughs> the FBI agent in charge of the interrogation was a 33-year veteran who said he didn't think the Miranda warning applied, even though the interrogation was in 07 and the Supreme Court ruled that it applied in 04. There's another prisoner there, uh, Abu Zabaida, uncharged, untried, unfree for 21 years. The government doesn't have insufficient evidence against them. It has no evidence against them, but they refuse to release him they call him the forever prisoner, a concept totally alien in Anglo-American jurisprudence. One judge, now the fourth judge in both of their cases. <laughs> so they made all their applications to let the forever prisoner free. The fourth judge heard the hearings on whether or not Khalid Sheikh Mohammed's uh, so-called confession was voluntary. And then the unthinkable happened. The fourth judge in the case retired without making rulings. And now they're about to appoint a fifth judge. And before that, 
fifth judge can take the job, he has to review the file. All 450,000 pages. <laughs> yeah. This is why Georges Clemenceau, the prime minister of France during World War I, once said, military justice is to justice as military music is to music. It's a funny one-liner, but it's a, it's a tragedy because these are human beings. This would never, ever, ever happen had not Lindsey Graham and George W. Bush and Dick Cheney concocted this nonsense of military commissions. Had these people been arrested and tried in federal court, they would have been convicted and punished or acquitted and set free. There would be no Devil's Island. There would have been no two billion, uh, one hundred million, and there would have been no destruction of const basic constitutional principles and thumbing the nose to the Supreme Court. Oh, this is the America that fights to bring freedom and democracy all over the world as right. they slaughter millions of people and steal trillions of dollars of our money to do it. Right. And, and you call this Devil's Island. Isn't that nice? Devil's Island. And what the hell are we doing in Guantanamo? Isn't that belong to Cuba? Ah, we had an, you can, you can thank the original neocon on that. That's Teddy Roosevelt. We signed, American government signed a 99-year uh, lease, and we never left. And then the Bush administration tried to tell the Supreme Court, well, Cuban law applies, not American law. And Justice Sandra Day O'Connor laughed at them and said, are you, are you kidding? We've been there for 110 years. You've taken it over as if it's yours. You stole the property. The Constitution applies wherever the government goes, and the, the laws follow the Constitution. It's right in front of our eyes, the corruptionists and, and, and violence. And, and it's, it's just so sad <clears throat> in what's going on. And it's only going to continue to increase. And you mentioned that Lindsey Graham. This guy is a war hawk all his life. He keeps promoting and promoting more and more war. And these, all of these people, as I say, that want to support war, go over there and fight or shut your mouth. Yesterday, he uh, asked uh, President Biden to attack, attack Iran. And for once, Biden did the right thing and basically just ignored him. These people are crazy. Yep. And Graham himself knows the law. He's a lawyer. He was a judge in the military. He retired either as a colonel or a general in the reserve. I'm not that familiar with his personal background. But his uh, behavior is just uh, the worst of the worst when it comes to wanting American boys to die. Could you imagine what would happen if we uh, attacked Iran? World War Three, right there. World War Three. This, this, this is so serious. What's going on? That people have, you know. Again, the Ukraine war is out of the news. All the concentration is on this, and all you hear is one side of what's going on. World War III has already begun, and now it's escalated. And then you pointed out, if we go to war against Iran, this, it, this is going to be the end of life on Earth. This is going to be a nuclear annihilation. We have mentally deranged people in charge. Yes, we do. There would be nothing... Morally, legally, physically, or militarily to stop 
uh, our adversaries from attacking the American mainland. And Putin has the ability to do it. Putin has better missiles than we have. His hypersonics, we do not have the means uh, to stop them. You know, I'm sorry, go on. No, I was about to say the these people are uh, extremely uh, dangerous. Uh, Biden seems temperate by comparison, but he too is dangerous because he's sending uh, a fleet of ships into the uh, eastern uh, Mediterranean. What are those ships going to do? Bomb Gaza? Kill innocents? That's all uh, that he has to uh, uh, has to start. Israel has responded to Hamas's crimes by ordering war crimes, war crimes on massive numbers of innocent civilians in the concentration camp that the Israelis run called the Gaza Strip. Yep. That's exactly what we are looking at today. Look at it through the lens of the uh, American uh, media and they're with BB. They want to uh, kill everybody uh, in Gaza. Look at it through a moral lens, and uh, the uh, Nuremberg trials and the Geneva Conventions have outlawed the concept of collective punishment, which is what the Nazis used. Now that's what the Israelis uh, are using: collective punishment. This is from Reuters, just yesterday. UN says civilian sieges prohibited as Israel strikes Gaza. The United Nations Humanitarian Office said on Tuesday, October 10th, that nearly 200,000 people, or nearly a tenth of the population, have fled their homes in Gaza since the start of hostilities, and they are poised for shortages of water and electricity due to the blockade. Israeli air operations have struck residential buildings, including large tower blocks, as well as schools Mm. and the UN buildings across Gaza, resulting in civilian casualties, the United Nations Human Rights Chief said. Such acts amount to a war crime, UN rights spokesperson clarified in a Geneva press briefing. It's right there. And then you're not allowed to say anything and support the Palestinians because Harvard students called, quote, morally repugnant for blaming Israel for the attacks. You're in a concentration camp. You've been in there for 16 years. Half your population is unemployed. You're living in a depressed place. You can't come out. You can't go in. I can't understand why they became violent and did what they did. You're not allowed to support the Palestinians. You are called an anti-Semite. And by the way, they're not Semites. The Palestinians are Semites. They are Ashkenazi Jews that are in control from what, what Kazakhstan, that area in Eastern Europe. So right. don't call them Semites. They're not right. Semites. Right. 
Look, they have, uh, to, to quote the Old Testament, which was quoted by Scott uh, Ritter yesterday, and he will expand on it this afternoon with me, the Israelis have sown the wind and now they reap the whirlwind. They have thrown boomerangs out and now the boomerangs are coming back. Nobody can justify the slaughter, but the Israelis will make it infinitely uh, worse. It yep. appears that President Netanyahu, or excuse me, Prime Minister Netanyahu, as we uh, speak, has just announced a new coalition uh, a government in which he will share power with his uh, opposition leader. I think he sees that his days are numbered. And again, tracking trends is an understanding of where we are, how we got here, and where we're going. And we have been writing in detail in the Trends Journal since Netanyahu got into power, the problems that he's had with his judicial reform movement, where for a well over, what, 35 weeks, people have been taking to the streets in opposition. According to the Jerusalem Post, the Times of Israel and others, a civil war in raging in Israel because of these judicial reforms. Right. And as the cover of this week's Trends Journal says, in when all else fails, they take you to war. Yes. And that's exactly what has happened. Because they've been, week after week, we have been detailing the, the horrific acts that the Israelis have been doing to the Palestinians with this, what the mainstream media calls the extreme far-right Netanyahu government. Week after week after week, what they've been doing to the people in Gaza and spitting on Christians, they say is okay, according to their, their part of the government. So this thing was blowing up and was ready to explode. And now it has. And well, we'll see how much worse the Americans make it and whether or not American troops are going to be on the ground. Biden has offered uh, Navy SEALs to enter Gaza on the pretext of uh, extracting Americans uh, who were in Israel and were uh, taken uh, hostage. But, of course, they'll be in uniform and armed, and uh, a fleet of naval ships will be just a, a mile or two off the coast. I don't know where this is going to go. Uh, oh. There is a new government uh, in Israel. Um, uh, it does not include the radical, uh, orthodox, hard-right uh, crew that was with Netanyahu. This is a unity government in which he's going to share power with a more temperate and moderate person, but uh, to me, this is just domestic Israeli politics uh, intended to uh, uh, extend the prime ministership of one of the most dangerous people on the planet, B.B. Netanyahu. This is an article by um, uh, Chris Hedges that came out on October 9th. Palestinians speak Israel's language. The indiscriminate shooting of Israelis by Hamas and other Palestinian resistance organizations, the kidnapping of civilians, 
the barrage of rockets into Israel, drone attacks on a variety of targets from tanks to automated machine gun nests are the familiar language of the Israeli occupier. Israel has spoken this blood-soaked language of violence to the Palestinians since Zionist militias seized more than 78% of historic Palestine, destroyed some 530 Palestinian villages and cities, and killed about 15,000 Palestinians in more than 70 massacres. Some 750,000 Palestinians were ethnically cleansed between 1947 and 1949 to create the state of Israel in 1946. What? I was going to say, would you ask Dylan to send that to me, please? Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to have to. He goes on to say, Prime Minister Netanyahu warned Palestinians in Gaza on Sunday, quote, to leave now because Israel is going to, quote, turn all Hamas hiding places into rubble. But where are the Palestinians in Gaza supposed to go? There is no exit by air or sea, which are controlled by Israel. Right. So this is terrible, and we need peace. And this is, and the people better unite for peace because we're going to die in war if we don't. But hey, Judge, on a more important note, isn't it great about uh, Taylor Swift and a new boyfriend? (laughs) That's what dominates uh, the, the, the thoughts of unserious Americans, which are most of our fellow Americans. Yep. Judge, thanks for being on. And yeah, you're time. welcome, my man. I love our work together. No matter what we're talking about, I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.